Electro optics for weapons, home food processing equipment, including antique tools for fruit, grain, and vegetable peeling, slicing, grinding. Pre-purchase of medical herbs and seeds for spring planting. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. Again, normally I would say to you, joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in life, Glenn Tate. Sadly, he's not here again this week, and it's for very different reasons. And I want to give you a quick update on that. But first, before I get into that and, and do some explaining, we're going to be talking about, and I think this is a great topic, is prepping prepper Christmas gift ideas. What is a good thing to give as a meaningful gift to someone who is a prepper in your life, to someone who you think might need some prepping things and kind of a little nudge, you know? Good ideas. And we asked our Patreons this question. They gave us some great input. And just like last week, I start talking and I start coughing. It's that time of year. I got to say, here in our little community where Glenn and I live, there is a nasty bug going around. I think I had it before everyone else did that couple weeks before Thanksgiving. But right now, it's people are dropping like flies. So I asked Glenn... Before I came here today, and I'm going to explain where Glenn is in just a moment, and our superlative of the day is bomb diggity. So I'm going to try and sprinkle that in our conversation today, which will be great. So where's Glenn? I want to give you an update on that. Um, Glenn was gone last week uh, to visit family over in Western Washington, which was very good and meaningful um, for him. This week medical emergency don't worry it's okay it's he's not in any sort of life-threatening danger um realized on monday of this last week after thanksgiving he has a detaching retina and uh we put it out there we did a little live feed about it when he was done with his surgery that comes out of that and the jokes and the well-meaning jokes which we've really appreciated because they're very fun and uh and what's going on with him has been really fun. But we do ask for prayer. And I'll explain. I'll give you the story here in just a moment. Ask for prayers just for two, two or three things here. One, complete recovery. And the recovery on this can take some time. Recovery meaning regaining the sight in his eye. Two, that there's no complications. And yeah, that's the big one. No complications, full recovery. So what's a detached retina? It typically happens, sorry, I'm going to take a drink of something to get rid of this cough. Typically it happens to people who are boxers, <laughs> to people who have had a head injury, who have been hit in the face. It's when your eye detaches. Um, there's membranes that hold your eye eyeball in place and that has begun detaching and uh no i haven't been beating on glentate that would be ridiculous um but our doctor the doctor the emergency doctor that he saw this week said this is kind of an, a getting older thing kind of a thing which i think is what's happening with glenn not common but it is more noticeable later in life. So what happened Monday? Well, Glenn has been talking to me and saying, you know, when I'm in my office, the fluorescent lights really bother me. So we actually went out and spent a significant amount of money like doing floor lamps and things where it's a little bit more ambient kind of light. Didn't help. And I don't know what happened on Monday, but when I got home from work on Monday, he said, this was the worst day of my life. And I'm like, wow, that's a high bar considering our history, right? And he said, yeah, I, I finally called my eye doctor and told him what was going on. Eye doctor said, you need to get to an eye specialist, um, get there now, made the appointment, saw right away, detached, detaching retina. <clears throat> so what was Glenn saying? I'm saying this to you so that you all know what to look for. White things bothering you, looking at white paper, white walls, bright white things creating floaties you know what those floaties are i know what those floaties are because i have myopia which means i have an extraordinarily fat eyeball 
I see floaties all the time, and I, they're always asking me about those when I go see the eye doctor. It's My myopia made it so that I could never have perfect vision. Glenn was starting to see those floaties, and it was really bothering him, but something triggered in him on Monday saying, I need to call somebody. I don't know what, because most men, and Glenn is one of them, are not one to call somebody and say, you know what, something's wrong. They saw him right away. If you, if you have those symptoms, ladies and gentlemen, you need it is a medical emergency. If you can't see an eye doctor right away, you need to go to the ER. That's how important it is because it's not that your life is in danger, it's that your vision is in danger. You only have a window of time, a very short window of time to get that corrected and see a surgeon and have it surgically corrected or generally it's surgically corrected. <clears throat> before you lose your vision. So that's how important it is. And thank the Lord, Glenn paid attention, got right in. So what happened was Monday, he made the call to the doctor. Doctor sent him to the specialist. Specialist took him right in and said, yeah, we're gonna do surgery here. Surgery was on Thursday and it is the most invasive eye surgery there is. So one of the things that Glenn has to do for the next couple of weeks, two weeks or so, is lean forward he has to be flat on his his face has to functionally be face down horizontal that create that makes it so that gravity doesn't basically doesn't pull at the surgical repair there's a healing bubble they pop a little bubble in there to keep your eye off the weight of your eye off the area that needs to be healed so he is face down right now and they it's interesting he came home they sent home with him this strangest looking chair ever that basically pitches you forward in a sitting position so you're face down and i'm looking at this chair going that might fit me i don't know if it's gonna fit glenn tate's you know frame it fits him and he's very comfortable so um it is a very uncomfortable procedure and he is in some a degree of discomfort so pray for that as well the discomfort will go away pray for healing no complications Sight should be his sight and his, uh, I gotta think which eye it is, his left eye. It can take several months for it to fully come back. And there could be like a shadow, small area that will never come back. But he will have vision, which is really important. So wanted to give you that update. Please pray. If you um, are a fan of the Prepping 2.0 Facebook page, we might do a live feed every now and then give you an update. We did one this last week. That... (laughs) So you could see him with um, the big, crazy post-surgical eye patch. And he's, yeah, he's uncomfortable now. The, you know, the meds are wearing off. The, um, yeah, it's discomfort. But you know what? I'm so glad it's not, you know, cancer or COVID. Let's be honest. So these, this is the old age, getting older sort of maintenance that can pop up. And I wanted to give all of you the uh, kind of the scoop to look for. If you see these things, if you're noticing these things, to fix it. And uh, this is the time of our, in Glenn and I's life where, you know, body maintenance is, uh, you know, we're at the 60,000 mile mark, you know, some expensive repairs have to jump in here. So ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> want to just, before we jump into our topic, give an, a, a bomb diggity shout out. See what I did there? A bomb diggity shout out to some of our great sponsors, Jared Savick over at Red State, Re- Red State Realtors. Com. I'm going to say that correctly because I've gotten some strident and um, unkind feedback that I'm not saying that word right. So I'm going to do my best and I hope the grammar police out there can can calm down and have a happy Christmas time. RedStateRealtors.com. He is an awesome realtor up in the Kalispell, Montana area, and he can help you and your family find a really great prepping property. Uh, Katie Armour, Numana Foods, great folks to help you with your bulk foods to get in your deep prepping supplies. Minuteman Coffee, you know I'm I'm buzzing on that right now. EMP Shield, great folks over there, um, help you protect your home from an EMP or CME. Paul Burke, Idaho realtor, great guy over in Idaho, can help first responders and preppers find an awesome property. You can find him at firstresponserealty.com, powered by Fathom Realty. I'm going to say that again, Paul Burke, Idaho realtor. I hope I said that right. 
I'm, I'm working on it, folks. So there you go. There's our bomb diggity awesome sponsors. You can find all of our sponsors on our friends and affiliates page of our website, which is at prepping2-0.com. And there's some great coupon codes over there, folks. This is the time of year when coupon codes help make the season bright. And you can probably um, add them on to some of the other deals that they're offering. Many of these places are. So check them out. So great prepping gifts. I think this is a great idea. So I'm going to tell you what our what our um, Patreons have put out as great gift ideas. And then I'm going to sprinkle in kind of my thoughts on that. Um, and some of the ones I know that uh, Glenn would have as well. So right off the... Oh, no, I'll talk about that. I just thought of something. God, it's hard to do this when you don't have Glenn with you and you have to think of all the things to cover. And I that I what I just remembered is coming up in the second half. So don't go away. First one says from Jorge Vargas, affordable, good quality knives. Boom. Though here's the thing about knives. Here's Shelby's commentary here. There are some really cheap, no good knives out there. And there are some really, really expensive knives out there that are impractical because of just the expense that they are. They're more collector's items than they are a practical knife. Find those that are somewhere in between because the, the idea with knives is that you use them. And, and Glenn says it all the time. Find that, you know, affordable, what Jorge, Jorge says, that affordable knife that if you lose it out in the woods, <clears throat> that if you lose it or you break it or you, you're not going to cry tears of pain because you just lost several hundred dollars, right? So affordable, good quality knives. I have been shopping for and finding and looking for ones for cleaning and gutting animals. Uh there's very specialty knives for that, depending on the size of um, processing, the size of the animal that you're processing. It's good to have knives that can serve certain purposes. I'm going to be honest, you know, it's not just cutting flesh. It's it's breaking bones. It's splitting ribs. It's there, And there's specialty knives for that. So I think that's a great idea, Jorge. Our next person wants to tell us, his name's Joe, and he says the same thing. He says, quality knives, food saver bags, water filters, Tatler lids. This is the fun one. And I've got some commentary to this one. A t-shirt that says the difference between a conspiracy theory and reality is six months. Yeah. For those of us who um, just, you know, all of us, we just went through the pandemic and we were the doubters for the longest time. And now, uh, you know, we're, we're, we were right about a lot of things. So I, that reminded me, I'm going to give you a little side commentary here. Joe, Joe's comments about reality is six months. Uh, I saw a tweet about a month ago from Truth Breaks the Matrix, which is an awesome Twitter handle, quoting that person, that, uh, that Twitter page, quote, the best thing about being a conspiracy theorist is not having myocarditis. Amen. Truth breaks the matrix. Amen, Joe. Exactly. So going back to Joe's recommendations, food saver bags. Absolutely. Food saver bags. Where do you get them? Well, my best advice for getting a food saver machine and or their bags, Costco. Costco has them, has them on sale often. And we buy, when they go on sale, we'll buy when they go on sale, when the bags go on sale in particular, we will buy them. We probably have three or four of their boxes of, of bags because of that very reason. Tatler lids. What are Tatler lids? We did a show a few months ago about canning and how important it is to, to can. Oh gosh, it might've been more than a few months ago, maybe last summer. Um, Tatler lids are reusable canning lids. For those of us who do water bath and, and, um, pressure canning, canning, the lids are not reusable. Tatler lids are. So when you were in a, you know, really dire supply chain scenario, reusable things aren't going to be in, in great supply. Tatler lids are a little, well, they're not a little, they're quite a bit more spendy, but they're reusable. I, I do agree with that, especially the person in your life who is a canner. And uh, so, yeah, th those are great ideas. And this brings up a good point. Is this gift giving for preppers or prepping gifts for people? You know, I, it's, I, I leave that to you to decide. Um, 
If I give somebody a gift of food saver bags who's not a prepper, I'm going to get a sideways look. If I give food saver bags to a prepper, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, thank you. That's awesome. You need to think about the recipient of your gift. Some of these are better than others. So I'm going to let you be the, you, the listener and the people in your life, um, be the, the, you know, the arbitrator of that. So John says you can always use another Beofang. Yes, you can, John. What's a Beofang? It is a ham radio. It's, uh, Beofangs come in very different, uh, uses and in, in, uh, distances that they cover, but you can always use another Beofang. Absolutely. So for those ham radio people out there, and I hope you all are, you've got your comms up, you can always use another radio. And this is the time of year again, check the sales, check the sales, check the websites. I will say last year, well, two years ago when um, Glenn and I, well, three years ago, actually, th- two or three years ago when Glenn and I were first, um, kind of doing prepping 2.0, I would put out some of the Amazon deals of the day, Black Friday deals. Those have not been quite as stout, nor do they have as much useful prepping items. So I don't do that as much. I go straight to the website. I would go straight to the distributor of the product you're looking for and see what's out there. Um, What's disappointing when you do that is you're going to find how woke those companies are, but it, you know, unfortunately we can't sidestep all of them, but that's one way to one, get, get their Black Friday deals, avoid financing Amazon, even though it is a necessary evil we sometimes need to do and um, use extra coupon codes. So that's another way to kind of get that going. So the next person is Cole. Uh, this is great. Simple, old school hand tools, draw knife, hand saws, axes, hand drill, things that will work when the power is gone. Oh, and ever since I've been a kid, Cole, and to everyone, hand tools, tools in general, have always been that great kind of fatherly sort of gift that you can give. Great idea. I think that's also a great idea to give to anyone who's got grown kids who are housewarming gift getting ready to to go off to college, getting ready to do any of the adulting things. I think um, a battery charger for a vehicle is a good one. I think um, hand warm, you know, kind of an emergency kit for a car for the same reason. And and I hope I didn't just take someone's thunder as I go down this list. I looked over the list earlier, but sometimes people add on to them when, <laughs> when I'm not looking. So those are some good, I hope, I hope you're all are listening, hoping you're all getting some good ideas here. Um, let me jump back over here and see what the other one, next one is, is um, from Moose. I'm sure Moose is his real name. It's on his birth certificate. Goes along with the same idea of uh, tools. If you really like them, a still chainsaw, a big Berkey or Alexa Pure water filter, a box of MREs, Best present ever for me would be some kind of carbine or precision precision rifle training class. Good ideas there. Um, I'm going to add a couple things in there. Um, we over here at Prepping 2.0, before you get into too much of the water filter stuff, we're going to have um, a new updated uh, company out there that we recommend for water filtering. We did, Glenn and I put together a video bonus show unboxing this product. And that video is, I've worked on three computers to try and get that to work and to be able to edit it and put it out for our Patreons. And it has not been successful. I think there's something wrong, corrupt with the uh, video. But anyway, hang tight on that before you go buying some of the other companies. We found one that we really like. So still chainsaw, absolutely. Just know we went through this when we lived in Western Washington. If you're going to buy a chainsaw, yes know how to use it. Oh my gosh, safety features. There's so many safety features on chainsaws because of some of the crazy accidents that have happened with chainsaws. Know how to maintain them. They have to be oiled. They have to be taken care of, especially oiled fuel chainsaws. You have got to take care of them. If you let them sit dormant and not give them any uh, maintenance, you will now have um, a dead chainsaw, speaking from experience. So a box of MREs always, and if I can add to that a box of MREs, like the Costco emergency supply buckets, they still have those. The price of them have, have of course, gone up, but not crazily. So I think that's a great idea. 
And a, and a training class of any kind is great. Carbine or precision, yes. And you're going to hear more of that as we go down this list of suggestions. I think classes are a great way to introduce something to somebody. And, and if I may add, do it with them. If they're kind of, if you've had that friend that's hesitant, yeah, I've thought about taking a class. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe someday. Say, hey, my Christmas gift to you. We'll go do it together and have a lot of fun and go out for lunch or whatever. You know, I mean, that sounded very girlfriendy, but hey, let's go get some coffee and we'll go do it next Saturday. You know, however you guys, you gentlemen say it to each other. Same thing with the ladies. Do it with them. You get a little extra training, they get exposed to the um, training, which is awesome. All right. I think that you're going to hear more class ideas too. And I have one that I'm going to share with you. Um and I'm hoping Glenn doesn't hear it because it's a Shelby gift. Okay, seven Delta Mike. I love reading, especially in the winter months. So any books on the subject would be appreciated. Fiction or resource books. I plan to give several away to my family and friends. Amen. Amen. Here's a night. Here's one for you. Um, those of you who remember back in the beginning of September, Scotty from the team was here, was visiting with us for, gosh, he was here for a while, two or three weeks. It was awesome to have him kind of roommated with him for a couple of weeks. It was nice. And that's such a beautiful time of year. He was back again for about a weekend sometime before Thanksgiving. And uh, he had bought a book on how to hunt and process your own wild game. And I pointed out to him, I said, yes, that's a good book and I might want to get that. But I also showed him my shelf of books saying there's two or three on here that you might want to um, add to that. So I think those are great ideas. Where do you get such books? Because I can guarantee you're not going to walk into a, you know, a Barnes and Noble and find a book on how to field dress a turkey. Where do you find those? The uh, Well, first of all, the first place I find them, and it's hard to get to, is a prepping expo of some kind. They have all kinds of those. And every time there's an expo, I go through the book section and look for any books that I um, need. This last expo in October that Glenn and I went to, I'm good. I, I think I've got everything I need. Where's the second place? Your farm supply stores, your tractor supplies, your coastal, your... Those stores have some great books. It's typically over, I know where they're at, they're over in the magazine section or in the back of the store by the feed section, believe it or not. I could be wrong, but every time I go into one of those stores, that's where I find the books. Then I do the same thing. I do a once over. Do I need that? Do I need that? Do I need that? And so far, so far, I'm good. So I absolutely agree with 7 Delta Mike. Those are great things to have. I believe in having those in book form, not necessarily in uh, Kindle form or electronic form because you, you might just need it to be there right there in front of you. All right. So Ben Wheeler, I'm going to give Ben Wheeler's and we're going to wrap it up for the first half. Can you believe how fast this went? It always is the fastest way to burn through 25 minutes. Ben Wheeler says knives, flashlights, packs, bags, how to, how to books for when internet takes a dump during an outage. Like I just said, lighters, holsters, all of the above. You can create a nice little like prepping bag for someone just with those items. When you're doing flashlights, go for the good ones. I'll tell you what, I buy flashlights, the cheaper ones from Costco, and I, you know, I use it up within a couple months. And I use my flashlights often because I'm always going outside at night to check on my animals. So lots, lots going on, folks. These are all great ideas, but I think you can put together a nice little resource bag for at home or a vehicle with what Ben has just listed. So folks, we're just getting started. We are just getting started. We have so many other great holiday and gift giving ideas for the almost prepper, prepper in your life, or someone you're trying to nudge to be a prepper. Folks, don't go away. We have so much more to talk about. More of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. In a tactical situation, your AR is your life. Gibbs Arms makes a sweet feature, the only side charger that can use a standard bolt carrier group with no modification. 
Gibbs makes them in 9mm, 5.56, and 308. In fact, Gibbs Arms has been granted eight patents for unique innovations. The company started back in 2008 when two Boeing engineers realized no one else made what they wanted. Take a look at their website and see all the ways Gibbs Arms can help you mod your AR. Gibbs with a Z, arms.com. That's G-I-B-B-Z-A-R-M-S.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or a CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. Without water, you're done in three days. Pro One Water Filters. It's literally a matter of life and wet. Pro One G 2.0 all-in-one gravity systems are NSF ANSI 42 component certified. Not everybody can say that. No need for additional add-on filters to reduce fluoride. Pro One stainless gravity systems include a stainless steel spigot and a countertop stand for no additional cost. Pro One Water Filter Gravity Systems. Check them out at ProOneUSA.com. That's P-R-O-O-N-E. USA.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. Not joined by my co-host on the show and co-host in life for a bit. I'm hoping we can have Glenn back next week. It's really hard. It depends on what the doctor says, how much time, how much he has to be face down flat. If he can... Because I'm sitting up talking into a microphone and I'm working at a computer, not conducive to his post-op direction. So we'll see how that goes, but we have some great guests coming up. So it might just be me and I hope I'm a good sub for the both of us. So one of our great bomb diggity new sponsors is Gibbs Arm and that's G-I-B-B-Z Arms. Don't worry about trying to spell that. You can find them over on our website at prepping2-0.com under friends and affiliates. They have a very unique customized side charger drop-in 
They have an amazing YouTube channel at Gibbs Arms, and we're doing a swag giveaway. When they came on board as a sponsor, they wanted to give us goodies to give away to you. And when they sent goodies, it was generous. Like we were able to kind of parse it out and make several swag giveaways. So this week's giveaway winner is Donna. I just sent an email to her saying, hey, my friend, you're this week's winner. Send me an email of your preferred size and address. I'm going to get that right out to her. So we still have a few more. Don't fret. I see how many we have and I do a giveaway. So I think we have at least a couple more. So don't despair. So how do you get in on that? Send me, shelbygallagher321 at gmail.com, an email. Please put Gibbs in the subject line so I can find you. Every week I take those names, I write them on a piece of paper, I put them in a thing and I do a drawing and then I send an email. So that's really great. So... We're going to have, I believe, the founder of Gibson is a guest here pretty soon, too. It'll be awesome. Archive episode of the week. Based upon today's discussion, I would go back to the canning episode that we did, I believe it was last summer, on canning, ways to not be afraid of it. There's things that people get a little fearful of when it comes to canning. Canning has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. If you do it right and you know what you're doing and you take the time to make sure you know what you're doing and how to make sure you have put in place, what do I need to look for to make sure what I'm doing is I'm canning safely so that it seals correctly so you're not creating a bad environment for food to be preserved. You can preserve your bounty and I encourage you to think about that especially right now I know it's December but I'm looking at in two months planting seeds and getting ready for the springtime so that harvest time is coming up pretty fast. Let's pick up back up where we were at on great gift ideas for the prepper in your life for the person that you want to nudge maybe for prepping for the person that you know what a gap is maybe in their preps any of those things so for that person you want to nudge you know like i said in the first hour, i don't let you be the judge of that ben wheeler gave us something before the break and he had a second comment he said vests for edc what is edc everyday carry vest for edc and clothing so i'm going to speak to this a little bit as a woman carrying edc as a woman is very difficult <laughs> because Our curves highlight bumps and things on our body really well. Guys, you are so linear that you drop a t-shirt on you, you can hide things that would stick out for me, especially hips and things like that. And the EDC world is always changing and always innovating, making bigger, better, badder, nicer, more effective ways to everyday carry. I discovered, and I uh, it was from ConcealedNation.com, these vests, basically these tank tops that are form-fitting. I can put it on and then put on like a vest. I can put on like a sweater. I can put on this droopy sweater look that's really kind of the look right now for women. And I have got my firearm basically tucked in under my armpit, which has a natural void. And because it's in my armpit... It doesn't stick out on my hips, which is great. So I can still, with that big kind of droopy sweater that is the look that I just think makes us look kind of funny, but you can also do something on your waist as well. So I agree. Look for things like that. I would say because everyday carry, especially for women, is very personal, I would recommend a gift card. I would recommend a gift card to Concealed Nation, to, oh my gosh, there's the gal that does the corsets to... Give me a minute to think about that. It literally just escaped me. I get her emails all the time. I bought a corset from her back, gosh, 10 years ago when she was first in business. And uh, she's done a great job. So um, I will say this. If you go to my website, agreatstate.com on the blog roll, there's a blog called What's in Shelby's Purse. I link it right there and I show you what it is. It's very cool. So Matthew Moylan goes on to say, Silky Saw. I have no idea what those are. Greatest little saws ever. Only thing we use now. They are running 20% off right now. They're great for getting rid of limbs, getting rid of, you know, that in-between size between an actual log and a limb. Kind of that medium-sized one. You know, the limbs you can take apart with trimmers or whatever. But that in-between size where you don't quite need a major chainsaw, I think that's what he's talking about. So thank you, Matthew. I think it falls right in there with the tools. So New Jersey Meissen, I don't know, how-to books for beginner preppers. Absolutely. Sometimes the available information can be like drinking from a fire hose. I know two book series that were good starting points for me personally. Hi, Glenn and Shelby. Get home bags are a good idea. 
Yes, but you may need to work with the intended recipient exactly since get-home bags can be very individualized. A get-home bag for a teen or college student will be very different for that of a 50-year-old adult. Exactly. I like all of the above, all of the already mentioned, he says, suggestions as well. Get-home bag. What is a get-home bag? It can be a lot of things. For the college student, which I'm going to have in a year, it's scary to think about, that bag that I can put in that kid's car so that if he gets stranded out right now, it's 16 degrees outside and it's 11 o'clock in the morning that I can give to him that if he is stranded and can't turn over his vehicle, that he can sit out in that kind of a temperature until help or somebody arrives. We're talking a heat source. We're talking blankets. We're talking fill in the gaps. Where we live in Western Montana in such cold temperatures, very different than someone living in Florida. So I'm absolutely agreeing with New Jersey on this. Very individualized. Think about a way to make kind of a creative get-home bag to put in someone's car, to make it so that they can almost have a bug-out vehicle with their bag. And I love that suggestion. How-to books for preppers? Yes, folks. Somebody just emailed me and said, where do I get an autographed copy of your books? You and Glenn's. Go to our website. It's under the shop page. We keep a supply right here in our office for that very reason. So if you want a personalized gift, and I'm not just self-promoting here, but more than once people have told us your books, Glenn's books, my books, prompted that person in my life to realize that they needed to prep. So if that's what it takes, folks, I'm kind of okay with that. That was kind of the point. One of the reasons why we wrote our books. This is a great idea. Castro says... I like to give my friends an ounce of silver. That's really cool, very special. I think it could be very special, especially if you put in like a really personalized, nice note. Absolutely. And if you're interested, you can certainly check out Joe Jaquint. He's one of our great suppliers of our supply of gold and silver. Oh, it's just all American silver, all American gold. There you go. I can't remember. There you go. I hate it when I can't remember things like that. I'll find it here in just a moment. Anyway, Kent Christian says, and he, and he says exactly what, what we intended to do with this question. He said, this is an open-ended topic. Absolutely, he says. He says, frankly, I think it depends on where people are in their preparedness journey. You betcha, Kent. My wife and I are at the point where it's having... Where it's saving for big ticket items like solar generators. I have a 21-year-old son who just moved into his own place. He decided he wanted to purchase his first gun, so I walked him through that. He has stuff we put together for him, and his goth plan, get out, get the hell out, I think, is to come back home. He lives not far from us. However, I'm looking at stuff like spare magazines, ammunition, cleaning supplies, training for his new gun. Absolutely. When somebody buys something like that, a firearm, especially a firearm, there's all the accessories that help that, the classes the, 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 that he just mentioned. And gifts are, he goes on to say, maybe a gift certificate for a holster or something like that. I totally recommend gift certificates for holsters because they're so personal. At this point, sky's kind of the limit. For close friends who are just getting into prepping, I'd probably recommend books and some of the more basic things like a pack for a GHB slash BOB or maybe an IFAC. Um, get home bag bug out bag, or maybe an IFAC. IFAC is a medical bag. Um, I definitely recommend, and again, it's technology that always changes. Um, if someone you know is into medical supplies and medical treatment and, oh my gosh, the, the latest um, tourniquet, they're always, the technology is always changing. The latest um, um, no-clot gauze, any of those things. I'll tell you what, there was a couple years ago, Oh, gosh. I want to say it was 2019, summer 2019. I sliced an index finger wide open with a box cutter. It was awesome. And that thing bled bad until I could figure out how cut it was and I had to go get stitches. I had some clotting powder. Man, that stuff's awesome. And that was just a little cut. Um, clotting things for your IFAC bag, not, you know, clotting things, whether it be a gauze or the powder or all, amazing, amazing. So yeah, Kent, I agree with you on all the things you're agreeing with what I have been saying is that some of these things are very personal. It depends on where the person is at in their journey. So we'll let you be the judge of that. Dog owner, got a long paragraph here. I'm just going to read it and then we'll kind of take it apart, but get out your pens and papers, folks, because it's He's got a lot going on here, and I love it. 
a Kindle reader loaded with out-of-print books, articles, and videos on self-reliance topics from days past. Electro-optics for weapons. Home food processing equipment, including antique tools for fruit, grain, and vegetable peeling, slicing, grinding. Pre-purchase of medical herbs and seeds for spring planting. Resource books on any topic germane to prepping. Weapon training courses. Building materials for the homestead. Try coal carts and discount areas at big box stores. Amen. Holy cow. Day after Christmas, go to the closeout area. Seriously. Although I know we're trying to do this before Christmas, but check out the closeout areas. Yukon lumber mill for your chainsaws. Fuel, stabilizers, dairy cans, lubricants, and aerosols for shop use. Rope snatch blocks, pulleys, cargo nets, and load straps for hauling, moving, and winching materials and equipment. Tubs, millions of tubs, like the black and yellow tubs available everywhere. They are not cross you can't use them crosswise. The ones you buy at Target, the ones you buy at Lowe's, the ones you buy at Home Depot, and the ones you buy at Costco are all different. We know this from personal experience, so buy them in one place. Anyway, fishing equipment and hunting gear, night vision and thermal optics, ammo, reloading equipment and supplies, antibiotics, and more antibiotics. Amen. Painkillers if legal. Alcohol for barter, drinking and making medicinal tinctures, solar ovens, and food dehydrators. Solar panels for power production and battery systems for storage. Kerosene for refrigerators, freezers, wood stove, cooking range, a selection of bolt guns and the calibers you use, and dreaded assault weapons. So ammo can be used in kinder, gentler ways. Durable clothing and outerwear. Stock tubs of clothing from secondhand stores and sizes from your current dimensions down a size or two. That's a great idea. Buy underwear, socks, and personal items for a decade to come. Labware to distill alcohol or essential oils. Security systems such as warning devices, tripwire, signaling pyrotechnics and alarms. Agricultural flamethrowers, see Vulcan flamethrowers. Automotive ex- accessories that enable your buyout via your I think it means bug out vehicle to traverse any terrain. E.g. snorkel, rock sliders, winch, IR lighting, onboard air compressor. Body armor. Check a lot of the I'm sitting as he's making this list. I'm gonna cut in here. So many of our sponsors are these are the, are the providers of these great things. Body Armor, I just Katie Armor, of course. Um, back to uh, dog owner, specialty ammunition, pyrotechnics, bow and arrow systems, including crossbows, and other projectile launchers, various fireworks, sauna stove, electric or wood fired livestock, veterinary supplies, precious metals of various kinds and types for fur trade, barter, and capitalizing during monetary panics. Upgrade home windows and insulation. Boot shoes, sandals, repair tools for boots, shoes, and sandals. <laughs> Leather sewing machine. Wow, that's really specific. I don't know if I'd get that as a Christmas gift or give that. I would, I don't know. Anyway, that's really specific. Welders and welding skill sets. Electric bikes with cargo capacity. Ooh. Vehicle camping gear, smoke grenades, caltrops, and anti-vehicular devices. Suppressors. Get them while you can. Weapon system parts and repair items. Camouflage paints, aerosol, and liquid. <gasps> wow. Dog owner. Dang. That's a long list. I hope all of you got some good ideas. Has he was, you know, I can just tell he just sat there and just unloaded. Um, yeah, I'll say that he unloaded just all of his ideas. I absolutely agree. Dehydrators, food dehydrators, um, canning supplies. Um, so many of these things are also available on our website. Sun ovens. We have, we have sun ovens available on our website through our friends and affiliates. So check out some of those cool things. Um, and again, you have to think about the person in your life. So uh, Star Friedel says, and she was much more succinct. She has one word, meat, meat. There's some great um, online services out there where you can buy like a gift pack of meat and have it sent and it comes in like a, a, you know, dry ice situation. We get a monthly supply of meat, not beef that way um, because we have a beef supplier right here in our little town. Um, But yeah, meat. Meat is like the price of gold these days. Am I right? Well, I'm not quite, but doggone close. Goodness gracious. Stephanie Varnes says, uh, I got to watch my time here. Canning lids, jars, pressure canner, dehydrator, food grade buckets, gamma lids, food saver, jar attachments, and mylar bags with O2 absorbers. I will say during the COVID 2020 panic, mylar bags and O2 absorbers were not available. I don't know how to say they were not available. The free the freeze drying 
uh, and the dehydrating world was in a small panic. We weirdos over here prepping 2.0, Glenn and I, had accidentally ordered like a double order of them. We had plenty, which was great. So um, canning lid, all of those things. And I think you can do like a nice little gift box, gift pack of those things as well. Um, All of those things are great. Depends on the person in your life. I'll say this. Let me put this out there. Kind of a gateway drug to getting someone to think about prepping. And I work, and this is something I was working on with my, um, with my master's degree in a class I was working on, and it just came to me. So it's just kind of a, an epiphany. F- foraging, food foraging, to be able to to walk outside, and be able to identify things around food. Did so many weeds that we kill in our yard and gardens and public areas are food like really nutritious, you know, uh, nutritionally dense foods to be able to identify them and to be able to know what part of the plant to use a food foraging book and then also finding out some of the medicinal benefits of that. That's not prepping. That's just kind of where people are at. And how foraging, I read an article too, and during, um, between the First World War and the Second World War here in the United States, specifically the Big Depression, how knowledge of foraging saved people's lives. To be able to walk out in the woods and be able to grab a le- you know, leaves or batches or, or cupfuls of something and to eat it saved people's lives. So, and then, um, so I got off on a little tangent there, but I think there's some really good resources right now for food foraging. There's an app and we've talked about it. It's called Picture This so that you can scan a plant and tell what it is. We did that. We, I, I watched them do it <laughs> during our event with our Patreons in September. Several ladies just went out kind of foraging around our property and pointed out to me and walked back with me and showed me how much of a just natural food supply, not just natural food supply, but medicinal supply of food I have on our property. The one that really made me happy, I have um, wild elderberry, like several mature trees of wild elderberry on my property. I guarantee you when that comes back around and fruits next year, there's going to be a nice harvest of that. So I think foraging, something like that could be kind of fun. And I talk about that in my books, how there's a character, I'm not going to tell you how her story ends in my books, but where she is in dire straits and she's on the verge of starving and she's asking someone for help. And this guy is like, I can't help you, right? I'm not in a position where I can help you, but look around. Let's look. That right there is edible. That's edible. That's edible. And he points out to her the things, because they're standing in the middle of nowhere, the things, and he grew up a hunter and shows her these things are edible. So I can't give you what I, anything that I have right now. I don't. I don't have it. He is in a position where he can't, but he wants to help her by showing her foraging. So there you go. Uh, uh, Sean Pearson goes on to say, guns, follow the rules when it comes to giving guns. But yes, I think that's a great idea. There are rules to follow. Mr. Fred, this is an awesome one. Food fermentation crock for sauerkraut or other things. Amen, brother. I took fermentation on during COVID. I kept thinking, everyone's doing this fermentation thing. I bought two books that um, were recommended by fellow preppers. I bought a crock. Sadly, that crock was one of the last things to get moved and it broke in the move. And I found a place nearby where I can replace it. They're not easy to find and they're kind of heavy. What I think is interesting, my fermentation crock sitting in my kitchen, this is how unfamiliar we are with with food um, fermentation. Um, When we had Patreons over, several people asked, what is that? Right. I, th- I was interested. It's just this big crock. We all recognize this is what our grandmothers made pickles in when we were little girls and little boys. And it sits in your kitchen and it's covered. Um, food fermentation is a great way to preserve food, your harvest, for about three or four or five months. It is fermenting. And yes, you need to know what you're doing. And it's really easy to recognize when a ferment is not any good. But I think that's a great gift. And crocks can be... Um, hard to find and a little on the expensive side because they're they are heavy dense clay crock, but they're awesome. Sauerkraut, how do you make sauerkraut? Good fermented sauerkraut does not taste like the stuff in the can. 
All it is is cabbage and salt and water. Not even water, cabbage and salt. And you've got a nice, zesty, crispy, flavorful salad that you can preserve for months. It's awesome. Thank you, Mr. Fred. As you can tell, I really like that comment. So Terry goes on to say, how to books on gardening, seed saving, composting, and other reference materials necessary to start and grow your own fruit. Amen. I think giving someone a little gift set of how to grow their own food would be a great kind of gateway drug to prepping as well. So I've got enough time for probably one more, and that's good because um, it's kind of long, and I have about three minutes. I got to pay attention here. So, oh, I have to stop right there though. And I have, before I go into this long one, I want to give a shout out to one of our bomb diggity sponsors, uh, Forever Forward Apparel. You can find Forever Forward Apparel at our website at prepping2-0.com. And they have a coupon code over there for 10% off. They have the fun apparel kind of stuff. Um, It's the, you know, there's one that says, some of you all failed history and it shows. This is a republic, not a democracy. You know, things like that. Those pithy little fun things. And um, they are pretty soon going to be our um, supplier for our I Miss America and as well as developing new ideas. We're still kind of working on getting those new ideas going. And the holidays and Glenn's um, emergency surgery this week kind of, you know, put the brakes on some of this. But just go shopping and use the coupon code for one they have some pretty funny t-shirts over there and just know they're they are awesome for those of you who are at the patreon event again i keep talking about it you know you met our um met mike he is the um the the brains behind the operation him and his family he and his family i hate it when people say that he and his family are the brains behind this operation it's very cool and they are american made and montana made which is awesome so wanted to jump over there and give you a quick one on that one. Okay, Angela, that's, that's our last one. We're going to take this into the after show. Interesting topic and all the above ideas are good. However, when I first read the question, I read it too quickly and I imagine the recipient wasn't already a prepper or maybe they were. Someone I know who is interested but hasn't quite crossed wholeheartedly beyond prepping 1.0. So my gift ideas would be schedule a private firearm safety class with the recipient. Yep. Enroll in a local CERT class, which is emergency preparedness at a community college. Enroll together in a hands-on canning or gardening workshop with the new year coming and fitness resolutions on many people's mind. Talk to them about enrolling together in a kickboxing or self-defense class at a local gym while I know you can study for a ham license on your own. Find a local training class and gift the enrollment to your prepper friend who hasn't started on comms yet. And go along with them because either you haven't gotten all the way through getting your ham license or you want to refresh your course or you want to get your general. That's me. Me, Shelby, saying, or you want to get your general. By gifting them something that you'll do together, you will know that they have completed it. You'll be able to continue to develop your skills and you will either get some refresher information or you get something checked off your own prepper list. Amen. Amen, Angela. That is an awesome, awesome idea. Do it together and make it part of... I like the collectiveness of this. You're getting some refresher or new training for yourself. You're helping your other friend and you might be creating someone on your mutual assistance group all in one. And it's all the prepping things that we've all wanted to do for so long getting checked off. So that is awesome. So I'm going to stop there. We have several more that we're going to carry into the after show. Um, But just know I'm going to put it out there. If you, if you want to become a Patreon, I forgot to mention this earlier, please do. You can go to our website, prepping2-0.com and click on the Patreon symbol and come join us in the after show. Again, th- last week, this week, and it's probably several more weeks, I'm going to be talking about some things I'm not going to talk about on the air because, um, yeah, the First Amendment, or not the, the Second Amendment free speech rights aren't what they used to be. So folks, join me over in the after show. And as we know from Benjamin Franklin, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Folks, have a great week. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.